jasoncharles.net. Deep talk, talk, deep deep sounds. Design for Living with Lisa Mehta on jasoncharles.net. Going through some changes. Going through some changes. Hey everyone, this is Lisa Mehta. This is Design for Living on jasoncharles.net. Welcome to episode two. On this episode, I'm gonna be talking about the word change. As I mentioned on episode one, this podcast series will be addressing one word per episode. And I'm doing this because words have so much power. I realize we don't sometimes take the time to actually listen and be conscious of the words that we're using and actually realize how much impact it has on what is happening in our lives, the results. So today, I want to start off with the word change. It has to do with the fact that my system is called the science of change, but also the first place I start with anybody I'm working with is that we define what this word means. How can we be just using words and have all these stories attached to them when we don't even take a moment to ask ourselves, what does this word even mean to me? So I looked it up in the definition. We can start there. To make a shift from one to another, to give a different position, course, or direction to, to undergo a modification. So yeah, change is about transformation. It's about the caterpillar transforming into the butterfly. There is something that changes and morphs and moves and shifts. And so that is what we are all doing for ourselves in our lives. So today when we talk about change, we're really acknowledging that we'd like to go from where we are to somewhere else. Not because where we are is bad, but because going to the next level is just what we want to do and it's innately in our power and in our nature to want to grow and evolve. Change is inevitable. And developing your relationship with change is probably one of the best things that you can do for yourself because there's either going to be change because you want to or change because you have to. And when you're in a situation where change comes at you in life because of circumstances, When you have a relationship with it and you can come up to this challenge, almost rise into it, lean into it and know that, first of all, you have a choice how you move through it, but also that maybe, just maybe this is rerouting you to your best case scenario and that things are really just aligning. And if you resist it is when the suffering begins. Indecision causes suffering and so does resisting change. I always say hashtag the power of have to because sometimes that can be one of the most powerful ways to change when you just have to like circumstances come flying into your life and you have to make a change and your relationship with all that is swirling around change in that moment can be really intense. I want to talk about like I was I was broke (laughs) And a lot of the work that I do came from the power of have to. I had to make money or I was going to have to leave this apartment and I didn't know what I was going to do. And the power of have to was upon me. And I remember 
this moment so distinctly of like, Lisa, are you all in or what? Because this halfway thing, it wasn't going to work with change. Like change is about, and this is what my, my program is all about. You got to decide, you got to commit. And from those two things, change happens. And deciding is not easy. <laughs> so our relationship with change varies depending on how we grew up going through change. I grew up wanting to change mostly my body like it was never good enough and I wanted to change what I look like and I always felt like I was chasing after something in the future and over the course of this work that I've been doing that future dot still exists but the change is from a place of abundance not of lack like I want to grow and evolve and become a voice but not because I lack something or I'm chasing change because if I change, then something will happen. It wasn't from like a place of evolution. It was a place of lack and almost negative thinking. People in this world are wanting things and wanting is not bad. It can lead to giving us insight into what is missing so that we can live in a more fulfilled, abundant way. So the question is, so how do we have the things that we want? So this does lead into the science of change and the actual methodology that I teach, which is all about reverse engineering things. Reverse engineering is basically that dot that I just talked about. So let's say I want to lose weight. Let's say you want to lose weight. Let's say you want to make more money. Let's say you want to grow your business and have like five clients or make $10,000. It doesn't matter what that goal is or how far in the future it is. You just place it in time and space. It's going to happen, period, right there, dot on the right side. Then the technique I always ask people is for that to happen, what needs to happen? Simple sentence, but super powerful. But the key here is you keep asking that sentence until you drill it down all the way to the most doable, actionable, right now step possible. And when I say doable, it needs to be like so small that it's like make a phone call or email this person, text somebody, like that simple. And then the key here is to always remember that that little action is actually connected to the big vision. And I think it makes doing the little things, well, hopefully more enjoyable because they're actually connected to what you truly desire. Another thing I've learned about change is there is this time lag. At least that's what I call it because we are so impatient. We think, oh, we're going to do one thing and then it's going to like jump us in time to that big vision. But things happen way slower than we realize. And staying patient inside of that is the big test. And that's many times I've had to create the stay steady Lisa and just remind people because those are the moments you want to give up because you're like, where's the seed that you planted? Where's the little sprout? It's not coming up yet. This thing's not working. I'm a failure. I can't do it. But the key is trusting the process changes so much about trusting the process when you put the effort in it does come out it's time for ask lisa so thomas from new york asks how do i organize my life in a way that i feel like i'm making progress 
Oh my God, one of my favorite questions. So this is all about reverse engineering things. It's always so important to have that dot, that thing in the future that you know you're going towards. And then one of my favorite things to ask is, for that to happen, what needs to happen? And then you identify that piece. And then for that to happen, what needs to happen? So this is first step is to start identifying what are the steps to get to one of your goals or to a marker, like a milestone goal. And then as you lay these out, I encourage you, Thomas and everybody else listening to get to a point where the goal, the next little step is so small, like you can pick up a phone or you need to just write out an envelope or a check, like really, really small so that you're actually learning to set yourself up for success where your steps or in your to-do list are small enough that you're actually accomplishing them so that you are feeling successful that you encourage your whole system and your body to feel confidence that you're telling yourself I trust myself so that's one of the ways that I encourage you to set up your life and of course planning that's all about planning knowing what you need to do and doing it So it's about deciding, committing, and then you'll get to change. Good luck, Thomas. Ask Lisa. Send your questions to Lisa Mehta at metamorphize.com. So how do you make change in your life? People come to me for very specific things, but ultimately it's about change. And... I help people build businesses, build lifestyles, but really at the core of what I do is I help them change their minds. The work I do is all about mind mastery. So if you're gonna talk about change in my world or around me, we're gonna talk about your thoughts and ultimately me asking you, what are you thinking about? I like to get people to think about what they think about because if you can start to realize that your thoughts are what are creating the results in your life, then you really can begin to change, make the change on a core level. To develop a relationship with change means you have to develop a relationship with all of the things inside of change, which are words, they're emotions, they are our language, our way we move through life. Change is really about getting curious. It's about awareness. It's about questioning, asking the questions instead of just moving through life in a default way. Change is really about developing your relationship with the unknown, beginning to embrace it, seeing it as a mystery, but yet also realizing that you are in the creation of it every single moment, every decision that you have. I have a quote from Bob Proctor that says, faith and fear both demand you to believe in something you cannot see. You choose. What I love about this quote is that change is inevitable. It's, it's going on. It's happening. It's the summation of our daily decisions moving us one thing after the next. But in each moment, we have a decision to either believe that everything is aligning in uh, energy of faith. Things are going to work out because that's also a choice we bring to our life. Or we can attach to the fear element of things, which means we don't think they're going to work out and we're in a more worst case scenario. So what I love about this quote, fear and faith demand us to believe in something we cannot see, is that 
We can't see it. So we might as well think positive, attached to the best case scenario, because why not? (laughs) Change is going to happen anyway. You might as well enjoy the ride. So it can be fun. And the unknown doesn't have to be so scary. And my wish for you is that you can bring change into your life in a conscious way, that you begin to embrace it, find it fun, enjoy the journey, and build a very healthy relationship with change. Because here's a secret. It's not going anywhere. (laughs) Nothing changes if nothing changes. As I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, change is the end. It's the result we're all heading to, although there is change along the way. So next episode, we're going to start at the beginning, and it's going to be about commitment, the C word. Lisa, signing off. Design for Living with Lisa Mehta on jasoncharles.net. Going through some changes Going through some changes JasonCharles.net Deep Deep Talk, talk, Deep deep sounds. Sounds